Chip, Chip, and Chase. Tonight, we skate with them. And we shut them down because we can't. Welcome to the Chip, Chip and Chase, Chase Hockey, Podcast. Hockey Podcast. Okay, guys, show us what you got. Welcome back. It's episode 10 of uh, Chip and Chase, Barstool's new hockey podcast. Very happy to have this week our first uh, NHL player. We got Brandon Peary of the Florida Panthers. Brandon, how you doing? I'm good. Yourself? Doing doing pretty well. I uh, put some uh, some feelers out for the stoolies. The one question everybody had was what happened against Prez? 0 for 3, 0 for 3 in the shootout. How'd you let that happen? I think I got a little cocky in my head. I wanted to kind of ring one off his collarbone, and then, uh, you know, I tried to get too cute with it, and, you know, I probably should have given him a little more respect, but at the same time, uh, no, it was good fun. Yeah, that that was a great event, but at that time, you were like the hottest guy in the league. You are scoring a goal almost every night. Uh, one of the better shootout guys in the league come in on Prez and went 0 for 3 and just boosted his ego uh, even more. So everybody, I got to say, the Stoolies were a little bit disappointed in uh, in Brandon Perry. Yeah, and he can't even say my name right. So, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's wearing down on me a little bit. Big hockey guy. He had Sean Thornton and a bunch of other Panthers. I think like, he couldn't even remember Jimmy Hayes, who's his guy. Um, yeah. So no problems there. But how, how long have you been a Stoolie? How did that even start? Was that from uh, from Jimmy I- Hayes? It was in the Chicago times, you know, when uh, they were winning all that. And, uh, you know, even in Rockford, you were giving us a lot of respect. So that was pretty cool. And I, I think that uh, what, what you guys do is just fun and it kind of caters to hockey guys, right? So it's just – I think we laugh at it and it's a good time. It, it does seem like we have way more hockey guys than any other sport. Like we had a couple of baseball guys. Cutler, I think – is or was a stoolie there might have been a little bit of a falling out there um but yeah i guess hockey is just a bunch of normal regular guys that uh that love barstool you brought up rockford i've had to go out there for work a few times um do you have any positive memories about like living in rockford um I tell people this all the time. So I went to RPI. It's like an engineering school in upstate New York. Like yeah. not a whole lot. Yeah. There was, uh, I think it's guys to girls eight to one. So, I mean, it's tough yeah. picking, but uh, Rockford for me, and I know a bunch of other guys, this was our like college experience, except we had like a little bit of money to throw around too. Right. Cause we all lived together in a house and we'd go out together and uh, you did that normal, like grind of just day to day stuff with each other. So you went through the highs and lows. So it was fun. I mean, Rockford is Rockford in the way, but you know, I had a great time there. It's, you know, I was probably there a little longer than I wanted to at times, but at the same time, it was a lot of fun. How did you choose to go to RPI or, or really any college instead of going the junior route? Cause you're an Ontario guy, correct? Yeah. So how um, did that, how did you make that decision? I was a smaller guy growing up and then, uh, I was drafted to Sudbury in that eighth round and Sudbury is like a mining town. And that was kind of scary to think, about. but uh, no, I wasn't going to make it as a 16 year old or really a 17 year old. So I kind of just figured going to college, get bigger, stronger, and then uh, 
RPI was one of the first teams that came to me. I had a couple of other bigger schools come, but it just, I really liked the coaching staff there. And then playing first year was big for me. I didn't want to go somewhere where, you know, they, they play their seniors a lot and I just wanted to be given an opportunity. And I was, and I was really glad I did. And you had a pretty big year there your first year. Weren't you like, yeah, no, it, things went well, you know, that opportunity, like I said, it was there. So that helped a lot. And, uh, it, it, it was fun. I mean, even even at RPI, we had a great time. We had a bunch of awesome dudes, so it was a good time. The one year there, correct? Yeah. All right. So how did you make that decision? The Hawks just dump a uh, pile of money on you and you said, I'm out of here? Or, Everyone or... kind of gets the same money when you sign your entry level, right? But uh, no, I just, you know, it's it's so hard to play pro and make it, right? So if you get that opportunity, kind of jumped at it. That's, that's the goal growing up, right? So saw the opportunity and... It was a tough decision, but at the same time, it was an easy one being, you know, I'm one step close to the NHL. Okay. And then uh, the other thing we, we had a lot of stoolies asking about uh, um, is just the major difference between um, being a pro hockey player in Chicago versus Miami. So, obviously, you're you're engaged now, correct? Yeah. Okay. Well use this as a hypothetical or, or put one of your boys in your place. But like going out in Chicago, I feel like if you go to underground, you go to one of these places and you're and you're the Hawks, you're getting right in, you're getting taken care of. Girls know who you are. Is that the same in Miami or Fort Lauderdale? Or is it kind of like, oh, who, who are these guys? When, no, when we're not, we're not Miami at all, right? We're, I think, like a 45-minute to an hour drive away. So right. there's not – relation the rinks in sunrise which is around 30 minutes from fort lauderdale where all the kind of the young guys in the bars are so i mean going out in chicago you, you do get a lot more respect okay but uh you know going out here is funny we had our year-end party the year i got traded so we all went to miami to one of those big clubs or whatever and we're rolling like 25 guys deep and they wouldn't let us into the club they're like you <laughs> don't have any chicks and and one of the older guys who like dialed it in, he was carrying this huge wad of cash. We're like, "Are you serious? Come on! Like we're we're pro hockey team. Like help us out here." And then uh, I don't know. I guess they like talked it out. We got in, but that was really shocking because I was only here for two months, right? Right. And then yeah. didn't even get in like a club down there, so it was, it was tough. But so do you think it? You think it's better to play? Again, this is like a hypothetical. You could come in, you could choose any team. Um, money's no object. Is it better to be in like a fishbowl like Montreal where like you can't take a step outside? Or is it better to kind of be the anonymous rich athlete <laughs> rolling around? Uh, they both have their pros and cons. I mean, I think Montreal's a huge extreme compared to where I am now. Yeah. And- they don't have any privacy. You know, I hear stories about uh, there's a website basically that just caters to finding guys cheating. It basically a guy rolls around with a camera at clubs and takes pictures of guys talking to maybe people they shouldn't be. I don't know if that's just a rumor, but that sounds pretty aggressive. That's way, that's way too far the other way. Um, but at the same time, I think Chicago is, you know, that big city blue collar feel where, you know, you yeah. are recognized, but at the same time, people do give you your space, and you know it's it's a good meeting there. Yeah, I went to uh, I was out in California about a month ago and went to a Ducks game, 
And that to me seemed like the sweet spot where it's like the girls are unbelievable. There's enough famous people, but it's still big enough. So you're not like in that fishbowl where you're not the only celebrity in town, but, but there's still like, there's still plenty going on and still like you can throw your weight around as a pro athlete in LA that you might not be able to in, in Dallas or someplace like, or Florida. Um, so you mentioned one of the older guys that had big wads of cash. We won't make you say who that was. It was probably Sean Thornton, but we're not going to make you say who it was. You got a lot of old guys that have big personalities on that team. You got Sean Thornton. You got Brian Campbell's been in the league a long time. Won a Stanley Cup here. Sean Thornton. Uh, Yager, obviously. Who's like the alpha old guy, Willie Mitchell? Who's like the, the daddy of that team? Um, I don't – all – you know, there is such a difference between the young guys and the old guys in age, but they're awesome. They uh, they hang out. You know, it, it fits really well. I don't – Dale did a great job, you know, kind of meshing that together. Um, you know, you, you got to give respect to Lou. Lou's uh, – you know, he's our best player. He's, yeah. you know, he's, stop, he's stopping 40 a night. So, you know, when he talks, guys listen. But at the same time, you know, Willie Mitchell's the captain. You know, Thornton's the muscle around here. So – when, whenever any old guy talks, we, we listen as a younger guy. And you guys, when you guys go out, is, is there a divide? Like, does Yager run around with you guys? Um, when we go out, Yager's at the rink working out and skating. So, <laughs> okay. but, All no, right. they, they uh, you know, we have a really good group. We've got 25 guys go out, you know, when we're on the road and, you know, guys don't have, it's, it's awesome and a lot of fun. We're all in this together, it seems like. So no no clicks. So you guys are just like one big tight group. Yeah, it's. I think it's really just it has a part to play in Florida where, you know, you can't really have an ego because it doesn't go too far, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> so what, what is the best road city for you guys to go out in? So you said Florida might not be the spot. Like where's the uh, – if, you, if you're looking at your schedule and it's like we have an off day in X city – which one are you getting most excited about? I I think, you know, living in Chicago. Chicago's fun for me, guys like that. Um, uh, Arizona, we had a pretty good one there in Arizona. You know, it's, uh, it's a good area there. It's, it's happening. But it's, like I said, when you're rolling 25 guys deep, you have a good time anyway because you're all in it together. So it's everywhere we go. And if we do go out, it, it's, uh, it's a pretty good time. So there, there's not one guy that's like the loudest guy on the group. Um, no, we got some personalities. Every, everyone, uh, you know, holds their own. But uh, no, there's no uh, guys that are getting too crazy. No. Okay, that's too bad. I was hoping like we'd get some bowling stories or a Yager story. Um, I saw this just the other night. So back to back years, you guys have the best uh, MVP of the game trophy. You had the uh, uh, the West Point jacket. Last year, the, the military uniform, and this year you got some weird spacey in space uh, sweatshirt. Is there any? What's the story behind that? How, who came up with that? Um, I I can't help you out there, but uh, it's it's nothing crazy. Obviously, it's a little strange, so it's been blown out of proportion. But uh, you know, it's anytime we can get a little uh, you know, media in Florida, we'll take it. And for some reason. That and Yager are the only two reasons that uh, ESPN comes to look at us. So Being in first place hasn't helped with that at all? I mean, uh, we're getting fans now, but 
It's uh, yeah, I saw that you guys had a big crowd the other night for the first time. Does that make a big difference for you guys, or is it just kind of go out there and do your job no matter what? Uh, no, you know, it's it's a lot of. I mean, ask any guy or just even any fan that goes to the UC. I mean, you you get chills going there, right? So you know, when fans are there, it's it's a lot of fun, and even in Chicago, it's um, <clears throat> when we played them the other night. Usually it's like 80-20 Chicago, Florida fans. And yeah. you could tell it was around 50-50. So I think the hockey market is, you know, is growing here. Obviously, we were told if we win, they'll come. And it's kind of coming out like Yeah, no, it, it's been uh, – you guys are kind of like my little pet team. You got a, a few stoolies on the team, or you did. And uh, Yager, obviously, is a fun guy to follow. Um, has there been like – were you there the whole time when when the ownership changed when Viola bought it? Is it has it changed like significantly since he's been there? I got traded at the deadline two years ago or something like that, and uh, he bought the team I think two days before, and then Lou came three days later. So I think obviously he invests a lot of money and stuff with Lou's contract and stuff. So that's when things started to really turn around. Yeah, it seems like that it seems like that was kind of the coincidence. I couldn't remember when exactly you got traded versus him taking over. Um, I guess like, but that my next question is like, are you guys for real? Like I've been following, like last year I was like on the bandwagon and it, and then you had the disasters with your goalies. Now you're in first place by a little bit of a margin, but lose your best player. Are you guys going to be able to keep this up the whole year? You like, you guys feel confident in the room. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of confidence. I mean, our first line is ridiculous right now, right? Yeah. So, and I think Barkov, just because he's in a small market, doesn't get a lot of love, but he's going to be a stud. He's sick, yeah. right? And, uh, you know, him having Yager, Yager, I think he's done a good job pumping his tires, giving him that confidence where, you know, telling him, hey, take this game over. And he does most nights. So it's pretty impressive. I mean, Lou's been doing this his whole career. So, I mean, I don't see why things would change, but there. He almost seems like he's gotten better down there. Like he's just in this like comfort zone, just, you know. I think he's just able to do his thing. I mean, in Van, it was a bit of a circus, right? So I think him now, he, he can just do what he's got to do, come to the rink, strictly business. And then when he leaves, he, you know, can live his life with his family. So uh, I think it's a good situation for him. And obviously it's a good situation for us. Yeah. You guys just keep winning. Um, it, do you guys have like stated goals? Like we're going to, we want to finish first. Was that something that you was on your radar at the beginning of the year? Or is it just kind of a day to day? I think just make playoffs. It's, it's tough to make playoffs in this league. I mean, you're a Chicago guy. It's not too hard for you guys, but um, well, I've been in Chicago for a while. So yeah. <laughs> you know, tough for the first 10 years or so. Right. But uh, no, I make playoffs. That was our goal at the beginning of the year. And then, uh, you know, we start to get a little more confidence as we go. And now we're, in, in a spot where we wanted to be and probably exceed the expectations a little bit. And now expectations are higher, you know, losing is not acceptable anymore. So it's like you said, we do have a cushion right now, but we're just, uh, you know, if you go on a slide, it's uh team's catch up pretty quick. Is there any team that you get more <laughs> to play than, um, than like a normal team on your schedule? Like, do you guys get excited for Tampa Bay? Like, is that a rivalry you guys feel at all? I think now it is now that we're winning, right? It's uh, I think the state of Florida cares more now that we have two teams that are right in the mix. So, um, yeah, I mean, probably Tampa is a big one, but 
you play teams so often now in the Eastern Conference that you create little rivalries, right? If uh, there's anything that happens, you know, just like in Edmonton when uh, they had that hit there on Ekblad, I yeah. think that if we played them a couple more times, that'd be a pretty intense rivalry too. So, well, I mean, Hendricks got uh, got the business. Who fought him? Um, the uh, good game. good Branson, yeah. So he's a, he's a pretty big, strong young defenseman too. I feel like you guys have. Look- the weirdest mix of what is Willie Mitchell's 35. That's Campbell's, <laughs> Campbell's 37. And then Yager's 43. And then everyone else is, I think you might be like the oldest of the young group at like 20. What are you, 24? 24. Yeah. I mean, you're the veteran. It's probably my third year really in NHL. And I'm sorry, I get probably a little too much respect, but it's all good. <laughs> all right. A couple other questions we had from, from stoolies. You, because you've played in Chicago with all the talent there and now you're down in Florida, if you could play on a line with any two other guys in the league, who would you, who would you choose? doesn't have to be guys you've played with, but it, like, is it Kane and Yager? Like who would be your top two? You're playing center, I, obviously. Who are your wingers? No, I, I'm on the wing now, so Barky's got to be in there. Barky's a stud, man. He's, he's, your, he's your number one center. You're taking him before Taves? A little shout out to just for your teammate. You're taking Barkov, okay? And then who's your winger? This is anybody in the league. You're taking Barkov number one. I think Gator right now. Everything he touches goes in, right? So you're just getting points even if you're standing around. So uh, you know he's he's doing something pretty special right now. It's that uh, that lead he has in the points right. I just saw it the other day. It's ridiculous. So I mean, he's got something good going on right now. Okay, another question. Um, like we said, you're one of the better shootout guys in the league. If you have one shootout to like send the Panthers to the playoffs, are you going with yourself? Or you're going with Yager or Barkov. Um, Yager doesn't even take shootouts for us, so I, I don't know. I haven't seen him in a shootout, but okay. uh, I mean, I got something going good right now. But at the same time, what Barky does, I don't know if you've seen any of his this year. Oh, it's silly. He's ridiculous. Yeah. And, like, our ice in Florida is brutal, right? And the fact he does that stuff is insane and just shows the confidence he has. So, I mean, he's got something pretty special right now, too. So you're, you're deferring to Barkov? Um, right now I am, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. That's pretty modest. I would have gone with you. I would have, You seem like you're pretty automatic. What are you, like, six or seven on the year? Um, so, something like that. So, um you guys like do you want to play Tampa is there some is there somebody in the playoffs that you're like I hope we get those guys because either for a rivalry factor or you think it'll be good for hockey in Florida is there somebody like we or is it just like we don't care we just want to get in yeah we just want to get in I mean we're rolling pretty good right now so we think we got a shot against anyone um you know uh Washington's doing something pretty good this year so you know they're they're rolling but at the same time we're uh if we're playing well I mean we got a pretty good roster right now. It's just we got to be consistent. That's that's our issue as a young team. And it, I feel like you guys might be the most balanced team in the league. You got a lot – like you're right around 10 goals. You don't have like a Patrick Kane. Like you said, Barkov is so good, but I think Yager is your leading goal scorer with 15. So it's not like anybody's like carrying the team. Um, do you think teams even bother to play like matchup games against you guys or is it just throw um, up because everybody's good? Dale did a great job. I mean, we're really young and really deep. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you got to pick – we have Bukestad on the third-line center. I mean, the guy had 24 goals last year. If you want to match up against, you know, Barkey's line, obviously, then you got to worry about the second line. And then you got Bugie coming in the three-hole, right? So, it's it's a lot to worry about. And, you know, our fourth line's chipped in. They've had some big goals for us, too. And, you know, they uh, they bring energy. And then you got Thority, man. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know anyone that would want to play against him, right? Right. So that's another, that's a, that'll be a good question. He's obviously one of the tougher guys in the league. Is there somebody that you look out on the ice you're like, fuck, like, I don't want any part of this guy. I'm not going in the corner. Like, I don't want to go in the corners against or go to the front of the net. Cause this guy's such an asshole. Is there a guy like that in the league that you just hate playing against? Uh, not really. I mean, probably one Maybe of the not to that extent, but obviously you're going to go to the corners and stuff like that. But one of the tougher guys in the league is Gazdick in uh, Edmonton, right? Okay. And he plays really hard, but at the same time, uh, he's a Toronto guy, so I'm buddies with him. So he takes it easy on me. I mean, there's the guys that are, you know, energy guys, you know, that, uh, you know, play hits. The fourth line in uh, Brooklyn there. You know, it's tough to play against them because they're – some games you don't even know if they know there's a puck out there because they're just banging by, right? And they're but, one of the most fun lines to watch with Maddie Martin and Clary Buck. They just like to run around, and I think Sezikis is the the. They're effective too. They score goals, yeah. so you know you give them respect. They've kind of figured out what's going to make them successful in the NHL, and you got to respect that, right? Yeah, no, they're 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 great. They're fun to watch. Um, I think everyone's kind of hoping that they get in and play the Rangers. As a hockey fan, is there like a matchup that you like? You guys were out of it last year. Is there? Do you kind of root for matchups too, like the rest of us? When you're, do you want to see Boston, Montreal, or do you guys just not care about that stuff? Um, I think when like Thority and Lucic were on Boston, you know, saying Boston, Montreal, because there was like a serious hatred yeah. going on, right? You know, that yeah. was fun to watch as a hockey fan. Yeah, and uh, you know, seeing, uh, I think now so. Uh, LA Kings, you know, they have so much skill them playing the Hawks. I mean, that that's fun, right? Yeah. It's, they're built a little differently, but at the same time, they have so much talent on both rosters. It's it's hockey the way it should be, right? I mean, they're great to watch. I am a little bit afraid of them for, for this coming year. They they got a little bit bigger, a little bit nastier, and the Hawks kind of went the other way. I feel like I feel like the Hawks could get bullied a little bit. Does it? make that big of a difference to have a guy like Thornton out there? Does Do you guys feel that when he's in and out of the lineup, like you have more freedom to do whatever you do? He for sure is a presence. I mean, for a guy that, you know, most nights plays nine minutes a night, he's – guys know he's there. I mean, in between whistles, he skates around and, you know, <laughs> he does his job. Whatever that may be. And at the same time, knowing he's on your team, you have a little more uh, – comfort knowing that if things get out of hand you got that guy in your corner but at the same time <coughs> he's hilarious he's he's got some of the best chirps going I mean it's fun to have him out there and uh you know he plays his role really well yeah I'd love to see you guys get in one of these winter classic games so we can get more uh Thornton mic'd up uh because he he does have that reputation he was great on the uh, on the bar stool um this is this a safe bandwagon for me to be on if you guys jump on, it'll be a fun one. I mean, I think with the characters we got, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun ride. I mean, 
with Yager saying he doesn't even want to go to the All-Star game. And then, of course, he's the captain. Like, who's his Twitter, like, for broken English, is friggin' hilarious, right? He is hilarious. And, and, I mean, he does it on game days, too. Like, he's he's one of the better guys to have around the locker room. So, it's always a good time. All right. Last question. Are you taking your own hair or uh, Yager's mullet if he brings – if he's – Full effect. Who's got Who's got the best hair on the team? And does Yager get bonus points for his? I, I Lou's got the best hair on the team. I mean, that thing is tight at all times. I mean, I don't. Like, Longo has the best hair on the team. Yager's is it's not full mullet yet, so it's like that awkward stage, right? Because it's like curly and gray, and and it's just a little everywhere. I mean, Ekblad hasn't washed his hair in around three months, so you can tell there's like something growing in there, but. uh He's I got respect to lose because, I mean, that's going to be tough maintaining that. And it's always, like, glued to his head. It's pretty impressive. I I got to tell you, I'm very disappointed with that answer. Luongo does not have the best hair on that team. Um, Wait till you see how tight it is. It's always so tight. But, like, anyone can do that. Enough product. that I think his hair, you can tear is gross. He needs to do something about that hair. He's got disgusting hair. Um, but, yeah, I guess Brandon – Good luck to you guys the rest of the way. Thanks for coming on. Um, I, I'm, I'm in on the Panthers. Obviously, Hawks first, but you guys can be my, my Eastern Conference team. And I, I think if you guys get in, like, the Eastern Conference is pretty wide open. So we'll see you in the, in the Conference Finals versus, uh, versus Washington. We'll have you back on when you guys do that. Sounds good. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks a lot.